Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Chris. Chris, how's it going tonight? Good, going good. Ready to get into this. Yeah, uh, but I think before we get started, we should just go ahead and apologize to everyone who made it through last week's episode. <laughs> hey, well done. There were a lot of listens. <laughs> we applaud you. We salute you. Last week's episode was... like I don't even... I don't ha- know how to describe it. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, that, that's that's good. That's a good way to put it. But if you haven't listened to it and you have two hours to spare, go listen to it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a ton Thank of fun with our friends from the Junk Riders. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. But that being said, let's get into this week's more than likely short episodes. So. Yes. So, starting off with the news, Kenny Wood has hired a new GM. He's the previous president of SeaWorld Orlando. Uh, cool, I guess. <laughs> Minor thing. Yeah, I well, I mean, I just remember that was the thing that kept coming up. Um, great. Can you fix Steel Curtain? Thanks. That yes, that would be nice. Um, I oh, really, really want to go ride it. I have a season pass, and I really want to go ride it. Yeah. Hopefully, so, this um, brings positive things Kennywood's way. I know. I'm hope. Yeah. The park is so good that, that I'm hoping getting someone in there that like knows coasters will be good. So yeah. All right. Anyway. Next up, uh, so news out of SeaWorld San Diego with Emperor. So B and M wants interest for unpaid work. I don't think this is really surprising at all, and this is completely justified. Yeah, if they don't pay for it, interest is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean that that is how finance finances work and. I yeah. think SeaWorld's almost kind of forgot how finances work these, this last couple of months. Um, I'm not really sure what they're doing anymore. SeaWorld's C- financial... I mean, SeaWorld, just as a general, feels like if you put preschoolers in charge of an amusement company. Like, I hate to say it, but they really don't know what they're doing, I think. I, I have no idea what's happening with not opening rides to not paying for rides to something else that we're going to talk about in a middle or in a minute, which goes completely against the, exactly I know what we're just <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. You didn't pay for emperor. Uh, B&M has every right to add interest onto your cost. I think mm-hmm. so. Makes complete sense. So I don't think anybody should be too surprised by that. Uh, but keeping with, uh, SeaWorld and Busch Gardens. Uh, Busch Gardens Tampa has announced they are going to do a socially distanced Hallow Scream. Um, we talked about this last week on the show, and then the next day they said they were going to do it. So yesterday's yeah. news, a week later. Um, um, yeah. I think this is very, very good for Busch Gardens, especially considering how many... Uh, like, how Halloween Horror Nights almost has a cult following, because... Seems like Hell of Screams might have a chance at pulling all of those people to it since Halloween Horror Nights isn't happening, which is very good for Bush Gardens business wise. Hopefully, it will be a way for them to bring in some more money. Yeah, I think you definitely have the um, 
the market this year because Disney is not really doing a not so scary Halloween and Universal is just they're not doing horror nights. So as of right now, Bush Gardens is the only major park or like yeah, I'm assuming park or even like haunt attraction that's really gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So they've got the market. I think if they pulled off well, they're gonna make some money. Yeah, I think it can definitely be very, very good for them. And then they can use that to pay for their rides. Okay. Yeah. And the other um, thing we're gonna talk about. So Six Flags Fright Fest. This I think this is also good for them if they pull it off right. Uh, they announced today that they are going to be doing a Halloween event at Six Flags Great Adventure, Six Flags Fiesta Texas, Six Flags Over Texas, Six Flags America, Six Flags St. Louis, and Six Flags Over Georgia. I think that's very good for them. Pretty much uh, the same thing that goes with the SeaWorld parks goes with them, I'd say. Yeah. Now, I do want to play devil's advocate real quick on this from the Cedar Fair side where they're, for the two parks that are going to be open in October, Cedar Point and Kings Island not doing Haunt. I'm honestly looking forward to a, like an October Kings Island visit this year because last year especially, but the last couple of years, but really last year, going for Haunt was insane. Yeah. Like full queues on every single ride, hour plus waits for all the houses, pretty much right up till close. It wasn't until about 1230 at night that we were finally able to like power through a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm interested to see, with not having Haunt, how busy the parks are during the during their Halloween, what would be their Halloween season. Yeah. So It's definitely going to be interesting. I'm sure uh, Cedar Fair Parks will be a lot more relaxed during that time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Universal will be, too. Yeah, I mean, Universal will go over there and just get a bunch of rides in on uh, Hulk and Hagrid's. Yes. Plus, go look at the Ospreys, which... Let's just talk about that for a second. Yeah. Universal's like, you can't have a nest up there. And the Ospreys Hmm. are like, try us. Well, I know they already removed this, but it's funny because that's the one time Universal will acknowledge that they're building a new ride. Well, have you seen that they're back up there building another nest today? Yeah, there's two of them now. Uh (laughs) I think this is how you get rid of them. You send a train. Oh my gosh, no. Please, <laughs> that'd be awful. Okay. No, it would be awful, but we'd get to see it test. Well, just make sure it's at a time where the Ospreys aren't on it, but they're watching. No, I, no, no, I definitely agree with that. Like, get the Ospreys off of it, but then maybe run over their nest with a roller coaster. Or move the Ospreys down, move the nest, and then run it and watch, let the Ospreys watch, and they'll be like, no, nope, <laughs> don't want to go up there anymore. Or they're like, yep, when they go up there, and we just don't get a new coaster. Yeah, they're going to overrun it. Yeah, but that, so this is no longer Velocicoaster, it's Osprey Coaster. I like that name. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, Glenwood Caverns is closed due to wildfires. Uh, sucks yeah, for them. That's not good. Yeah, but I, I mean, hopefully they'll be up soon enough. Yeah, but of course we want the we want everything to improve in the if it, the, I guess it's the Glenwood like Valley area. We want that to of course get better. I just that park I want to go so bad. Yeah, I want to go there too, and not even for the coasters for the no, flats. it's all for Han and Mind Drop. <laughs> and the scream and swing thing. Oh yeah, the thing that just happens to go off a 
1400 foot cliff <laughs> yeah those are so, the main yeah. reasons to go but especially mind drop and you get some credits so okay so now we have the sea world news that completely contradicts everything else they've been doing apparently they're looking into buying small parks what? We have no money to pay you. Oh, let's like, buy some parks. That seems like a smart idea. I don't understand. I'd be mad because Iron Quasi's not opening until next year, but they're trying to buy parks. Oh, they're going to buy a park to move Iron Quasi to. You thought you got to keep it. No, they're just they're not opening it till next year because it's going to uh, Sesame Place. They're moving it to Sesame Place. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to the new Sesame Place that they're building in Wyoming. Oh, yay. <laughs> Okay, so um, we were going to talk about what could they buy? Well, so I think the whole thing, like I, I mentioned kind of briefly, is they want to do smaller parks, like more Sesame Place style parks. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that starts to narrow down who it could be. Um, so I have two main ones. Okay, you, so you know SeaWorld better than me. So The first being Fantasy Island, since it's already closed, and it is a I smaller see park. That. And it doesn't really have super thrilling attractions, right? So that could make sense to convert into a Sesame Place. But the other one, which I think could be huge for them, is Marine World. Huh. I think that would make complete sense, because they could tap into the Niagara Falls market and I honestly think that they could make that into like a hybrid SeaWorld Park and Sesame Place. Because they could have Dragon Mountain on the SeaWorld side. They could take care of the animals because everybody knows that Marine World's had their controversy. And so has SeaWorld, but SeaWorld has improved. SeaWorld hasn't had as much lately. So I think SeaWorld buying that would be very good to move some of the controversy away, especially if they improve things for the animals. And if they invested in that well enough with both Sesame Place and potentially making it a new SeaWorld park, like think about how many people go to Niagara Falls every year who could go there. Oh, it's crazy. That I mean, that's the one that makes the most sense to me. What happened? Well, that's a really good idea because I think that park actually would work better as a SeaWorld park and then just have a Sesame Land in it like Orlando does. Yeah. Um, that could work really well. And that... Or two I separate mean, gates and double the ticket cost. Well, you could do that too, but I think if they're I think if they're smart, they start out doing a joint park, and then if it gets big enough and successful enough, then you could consider splitting yeah. them into two. Well, they were rumored to do that with Williamsburgs, I think, at one yeah. point. And isn't that what they're doing to Aquatica in San Diego right now? They're just turning that into. Mm -hmm. a, a Sesame Place water park. Yeah, Sesame Place water park. Can that, that works good, too. That There's a ton of land. Canada's Wonderland is just far enough. It's about an hour and a half, two hours away, so it's far enough away to where they wouldn't be in direct competition, but they mm -hmm. would also draw from all the American tourists, because we. I, I learned this the hard way, but the better side of Niagara Falls to visit is the Canadian side. Yeah. So, I mean, they would pull in the tourists from New York, and I mean, that part of New York is extremely isolated from parks. Well, I th I mean, I know Darien Lake and Seabreeze are kind of near it, but if you have a SeaWorld-branded name about the park, name it's going to take away from those. Oh, yeah. Well, and just think about the parks you just named. I think well, now, Darien Lake is massive and has the lodging, and it's got the Six Flags name now, but I think SeaWorld could easily compete. 
Oh, I think so for sure. Especially if SeaWorld pours money into Marine World like they have been the rest of their parks. I mean, because SeaWorld's been on a spending spree. Besides having one of the craziest looking arrows out there, just imagine if they were to add a Texas Stingray style Woody, which Canada has nothing like. Um, yeah. Or a, I mean, and they've got that, tr- that could be, that. You, I don't even think I can come up with a better idea. I think I just, that's the best idea. Oh, there. yeah, it would be perfect. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know if there's that many others that would really be super fitting. I feel like if they buy um, Marine World, they're not going to buy Fantasy Island because I know that they're kind of kind of close. And then that would take out parks like Funtown, Splashtown, and Maine too, I think. So well, the other thing you could see them doing is what if they bought like Fantasy Island and migrated rides over to Marine World? I mean... Yeah, that could work too. That's just an idea. I think the other thing to consider is we touched on the water park aspect of it. You and I really, I don't know water parks that well, um, but they might be considering purchasing some water parks. Oh, yeah, that that would definitely make sense. Uh, I could definitely see them doing that, especially because I think they specifically reference that what they could buy could be anything from small theme parks all the way down to just hotels mm-hmm. near parks and stuff like that. So. Definitely. Can you imagine sense. my dad if they opened a Cookie Monster themed mo- hotel? Oh my! Exactly. Just let that. Just... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I, I, with that, yeah, Marine World. We if we got to mark this down. If they end up buying Marine World, we are. It just makes too much sense. Yeah, it almost does make too much sense. Yeah. Okay, so that was our short news segment. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot this week, so this is this is going to be a shorter episode. But I think you guys deserve the break from last week's. So mm-hmm. we have right of the week now. Our choices on our RMC wheel are down to Iron Rattler, New Texas Giant, Lightning Rod, Twisted Sci- Twisted Colossus, Steel Vengeance, and Storm Chaser. So I will spin the wheel. Spinning. Oh boy, it looks like I get to go. New Texas Giant. Oh, yeah. That's okay. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> All right. So, New Texas Giant, uh, it was the first RMC, as most of you probably know. And uh, for those reasons, you know, not having any inversions looks, looks kind of repetitive with just pretty much straight airtime. I was fully expecting this to be my least favorite RMC going into it. But uh, it was not that case. For me, it's about middle of the pack for me right now because the airtime is pretty strong. And I also really, really liked the Gerslauer trains. It goes on for a really long time. It's pretty well paced. It starts to lose steam on those very last few hills. But up to there, it's pretty much perfect. Uh, the tunnels were cool. You, you just great airtime throughout the whole thing, especially on um, those first couple of like sideways turns that are almost like... They almost seem like the first gen of RMC wave turns before they started doing stuff like they have on Lightning Rod and all those now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really just a fantastic coaster with just constant good ejector and floater, like a nice mix. And the length really did it for me because even though it doesn't have as much variety as a ride like Twisted Cyclone or Storm Chaser, it's just constant airtime for a really long time. Beat those out for me. It's also a really pretty coaster in one of the prettiest areas 
of any Six Flags park, in my opinion. That whole half of over Texas is gorgeous. And I just thought that it was a really, really awesome ride. And RMC did a great job for their first coaster. Middle of the pack, nothing that will like blow up your top 10, in my opinion. But it is definitely like a 9 out of 10 ride for me. Yeah, it looks like a very good coaster. I'm, I think we've talked about it before on the show. If we, if we haven't, we're going to talk about it now. Uh, I think you and I are both in the the Gersflower trains are the best trains on RMCs. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. They're just comfortable, and the lap bars are great. Uh, those trains just look gorgeous. Um, yeah. The, uh, the Bel Air trains are awesome. And I mean, yeah, it's RMC's first coaster, so it, of course, wasn't it pushed the boundaries, but by the definition of RMC pushing the boundaries, not really. Um, yeah. I remember we talked, we were talking about last week before we went on the air. Um, I got my hands on a full set of the Ace magazines, thanks to my friend David. Um, and I've been going back through and just pulling random issues, reading articles. And I went back and I pulled the issue from when New Texas Giant opened. And just reading, this is only about 10 years ago, and just reading people talk about it like it was this strange coaster. Why on earth are they building this? Who is, and I mean, like, who is this RMC company? Like, that's just so weird to think about now that, like, 10 years ago, RMC was, no one had really heard of them. And now they're the most prominent manufacturer in the industry, and a lot of manufacturers are trying to copy their style. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about that in this ride. And I don't, it's pretty high up on my bucket list just because I'm a fan of coasters that have good like mix of elements and just pacing. And I almost prefer arms. I, I think I like RMCs that have less of a focus on inversions, but more of a focus on just being unique. Mm-hmm. Because I think part of the reason why I like lightning rod so much and it's part of the reason i like twisted colossus so much it's because of the dueling aspect and being so unique um i so i just think this one looks like a very different style from all the other rmcs so oh yeah it's way different from any of the others that i've ridden and it's different in a good way the others most of the others are still better but it's a nice change for sure So that now I want to go to Texas. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back there soon enough because uh, I need to ride Texas Stingray still, and then Aquaman's opening up, and I want to give Fiesta Texas a second chance. So yeah, you you we've got to get you back to Fiesta Texas because, and I want to go back. So we're, we're if Rattlers on two trains day is fixed. That's all I'm saying. We're gonna go back, and we're gonna we're gonna go like take a summer road trip there. We're definitely going to hit up Boardwalk Bullet, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to ride that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll pencil that in between when we work at Cedar Point and when we work at some other park. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, quick social media plugs. Instagram is at Twisted underscore Travelers, and Twitter is at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is a one. I was sending my monthly email to Twitter earlier today, begging them to uh, let me have the handle. We'll see if they respond to me. Mm-hmm. so with that we talked about it a little last week but since we had guests on i just kind of skirted over it but we're going to do like a more in-depth uh recap of my midwest trip and now that chris and i've both been to these parks 
we can really um we can probably get into some more nitty gritty discussions. Um, mm-hmm. Compare opinions. Yeah, we'll start out with St. Louis. I know you and I are going to have different opinions on this park, just because. Okay, I let me say. A, let me I, say. St. Yeah, Louis. St. Louis looked like overall. I can see how it will be a really good park if you go on a good day, but just I got unlucky there, and I think that's another park that I need to give a second chance. Where I think I could really enjoy you need a my third day. chance. This this last one didn't even count. I didn't even go. <laughs> but still, yes, an experience need, with the park. I need to give it another chance because I think that it could be a really good park, and I could really enjoy it. It's just that day ended on a sour note, which kind of ruined it. So I can definitely see how it can be a good park, though. Yeah, I definitely. I'm writing them down right now because I have to think my walk myself through it. Uh, hold on. I think the park is great. Um, I think I would actually say it's probably my third favorite Six Flags Park. Going on a limb there. I like it more than over Georgia. It they're really close. Like they are really close. Um, okay. I think those two parks are easily this. You can compare them super easy. I think because it really felt like a just a over Georgia in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, but you also you you also know I'm a sucker for wooden coasters. So. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think I go Magic Mountain, Fiesta, Texas, then St. Louis, and over Georgia could be swapped, but um, I think their Batman clone was great, super intense. Uh, do you need to do something about that queue? Uh, I spent more time walking the queue than I did on the coaster, which is never a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ninja was awful. Uh, yep. Dreaming Eagle, I thought was a ton of fun. Yes, it uh, is amazing. Great. Like great floater ejector moments the whole way out. I would I want to ride that with a full train so bad because I I could tell the airtime could be crazier with a full train, but having empty trains was like kind of like holding it back a little. Yeah, it has a great setting and it just keeps going too. Like length oh. airtime setting that makes a great ride. It just kept on going. It's like how many more hills are there gonna be? Yeah, um, when I first rode it, I didn't know that about it, and I was really surprised. Oh yeah, that was good. Um, their mind train was just kind of nostalgic for me because it's uh, the sister to Dollywood's old mind train. So that was kind of fun and nostalgic. Um, trying to think, what else is there at that park? Oh, Boss, don't RMC that coaster. Oh uh, yeah. It's it's good as is. There's no need to RMC it, but if they did, I don't know if I'd really be super upset just because like that could be a really good RMC. Oh, it could be a great RMC. I agree, but that coaster was just so much fun. Like, yes, that sense of sense speed. of speed and power. Yeah, just you come down the drop. I didn't. Okay, so I didn't really know the layout. So we're going down the drop, and it just kind of levels out, and I'm like, oh boy. And I posted on my Instagram store today, I love coasters that just have good sections of straight track for, like, the feeling of speed. And so Mm -hmm. barreling down that straight track towards the structure and then just dropping into the structure. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, you're not going to really experience that anywhere else. And it was so much fun. Like, it was so well executed that, like, if RMC does do something... For like, just please figure out a way to leave that dive into the structure somehow. They'd probably do like a steel vengeance thing where you go down the drop and then it lifts up a little bit, except now it would drop down even more. 
I know. Uh, that's what I was thinking. That almost go down into like a really low to the ground stangle dive or wave turn. Yeah. Like the 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 RMC layout could be awesome, but I also thought it was just so much fun as is. There's no so. need to RMC it, but if they did, you can understand. Yeah. Um. Then did you get to? I, I don't think you did because you were on such a time crunch. Did you get to ride Excalibur? No, it was closed. Okay. This thing, holy crap. It is one of the most demented flat rides I have ever done. It's literally, so they spin you around like in your little carriage and then they just do a slow flip while you're spinning. It was so messed up. Oh, I really don't. It's, it was so messed up. Fantastic, but crazy. Um, pandemonium with pandemonium. I, I, I really like those Gersauer spinners. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> they're one of the best Six Flags clones. Yeah. I still think Batmans are the best Six Flags clones. Um, well, I mean, the freezes. Oh, the, oh now, we're, now we get to my favorite ride at the park. <laughs> By default, it's my favorite as of now. I still have to finish it, that park, but... Um, the launch in the back, going through that launch backwards, Whew. and then so little tangent. Um, if you if you've been listening since the beginning, you we you know we did an episode called the GP Challenge where we had my friend Mazden and Chris's friend Logan on the podcast, and so Mazden was actually at St. Louis with me. And she had no idea what Freeze does. And so I got her on Mr. Freeze in the back row without her having any idea what was going to happen. That was probably one of the like funniest rides I've ever had. Because she didn't even know about the, the transfer slide over to the launch. <laughs> I kept that from her. And so we get on it. And we sit down and they check our restraints. And they go clear, clear, clear. And... The, and it starts sliding and like, oh crap, it's not supposed to do that. <laughs> and so she just puts her head down into her hands. It's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And I just go, Mazden, you need to put your head back. And so she licks up, puts her head back and goes, why? And we took <laughs> off. And I just started, I just died laughing the whole rest of the layout. And then we go up to Spike and she's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Mastin, I know you're listening to this. I still love you, but you, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, the launch is one of the best parts of that ride for sure, but it, it's just so intense throughout the whole thing. Oh, so good. I would gladly. Texas is better, though. I know. It's why I want to go to Texas. <laughs> like, that, that and Texas Giant are enough reason to get me to th that state. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Freeze was fantastic. Um, getting someone who doesn't like coasters on it, like at all, was even better. Um, and then back around to the front for me to make Chris sad. American Thunder. You know what? I fully accepted it at this point. I'm okay with it. I'm gonna get back I there know. one. I know it was good. It was a good coaster. It definitely grew on me over the day. Um, I think my number one takeaway from that coaster was why aren't more parks building like these? Not mini GCIs, but not full scale ones either. Yeah. It was, 
It's like that bridge between a white lightning size to like a thunderhead gold yeah, striker size. White lightning's like sixty feet tall. Thunderhead's like a hundred feet tall, and this one's right in the middle, of eighty. Yeah, it's and it's 80. such a small footprint too. It's like you could fit these in, and you can fit it in in a tiny footprint. I know a spot so. where they can fit it in, but fit it in bush gardens. We want you all want yeah. a bigger GCI though. We need. Oh well, I mean, you can like find a space to extend it a little bit more, but you could easily fit it. Oh, of course. Well, I think most parks could, but it was good. Um, I honestly think it's a front row coaster. I think most UCIs are better in the back, but that one was a front row. Yeah. Um, it it was just fun. It it was a good ride. It's by no means the best GCI. Um, it's fun though. <clears throat> I will say this: I have to give props to Six Flags because we went on like the crappiest weather day you could possibly have picked. Uh, like nonstop drizzle rain the entire day. They could have had every excuse to just said we're running one train on pretty much everything. Nope. I think with the exception of freeze and um, screaming eagle, they were running two trains. Yeah, that was one thing about that park. Other than freeze, their operations were actually really good. Like I remember my first coaster I did there was their Batman clone, which you're all right. It is really really good for Batman clone. Yeah, and I think it's my favorite. Only one other row had people in it other than my row, and they were still on two trains, which I thought was just amazing. Like, that was my first impression of that park, and I was like, I'm already very impressed, and then it just kind of went downhill. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, their new entrance, you haven't seen it yet, but the new entrance looks great. Yeah, that's another thing I remember. Their entrance looked not good because it was partially under construction. <laughs> Yeah, but it looks really good now. They've got, like, the miniature arch out front. It looks really yeah. nice. Um, mm. So, overall, St. Louis, I think it's a good park. Um, is it one I'm going to make a pil pilgrimage to go back to? Probably not. But if I Unless were in St. Louis, if they are in Boston, yeah, I'll show up. But if I'm in St. Louis and I need to kill some time, yeah, I'd go. Mm -hmm. So, next one is Worlds of Fun. This park, I really enjoyed as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Where do we, what, which way do we want to go? We want to go left or right through the, through the park? Uh, let's go right, and we can end on the best. Okay. Starting with Patriot, then. Um, or no, I guess Spinning Dragons. Okay, Spinning Dragons or Pandemonium? Hmm. I spun better on Pandemonium. I mean, they're the same ride. I really, do. I the, ranking cloned rides is super hard because they're, well, they're not the same. same. They're very close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're the same type, so you're gonna get the general same feel. But layouts are different. I know a lot of people say the Pandemoniums are better, but I like Spinning Dragons more. It felt longer to me. I mean, there really isn't much difference overall in their layouts, so it's. I mean, I liked them, but then I wrote a better spinning coaster that we're going to talk about, so they kind of got blocked out of my mind. <laughs> um, it was good, though. I think I liked the little, like, fountain, and the, the queue was nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Typical theater fair style thing. Yeah, it was not. I will say, I like just overall thoughts on Worlds of Fun is that they didn't just play, like, the same soundtrack. They actually had, like... A soundtrack to match the part of the park you were in. Yeah, which I thought was really nice. Um, 
So the only Cedar Fair park besides like knots I've been to that really tried to immerse you in the area with music. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Yeah, and I thought it was overall one of the nicer looking parks I've been to for sure. I'd say it's probably it's up there towards the top for Cedar Fair niceness looking. Yeah, I'd honestly say it's probably over King's Dominion and King's Island. I'd agree. I think the only maybe two even falls, over Carowinds. Yeah, I think the only two that falls short of for me are Cedar Point, which it's hard to lose the Cedar Point because it's on the lake, and yeah. then Knotts because Knotts is like you see that theming budget add a couple zeros to it, and that's our theming budget. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Spinning Dragons. It was fun. Um, next is Patriot. I was a little disappointed by Patriot. Um, it looks so similar to Talon that I was like, okay, this is going to be good. And then it just doesn't have the same punch that Talon has because Talon really packs the intensity into what it's got. And while this Mm -hmm. one is literally like pretty much a carbon copy of the layout with a couple of, like a turn here instead of just being straight. It just felt it didn't have the punch. That was my big thing. I, I thought that it like it did have some pretty good sustained force throughout. I thought it was average for B and M, and I mean I thought the layout was interesting. The middle part was weird, but like overall, I thought that it was fine, and I thought that the finale was really really good. Yeah, I like I said I keep comparing it to Talon because they are really similar. But Talon, I mean. Same, you've got the drop, loop, zero G roll, Immelman. Uh, Patriot's got the little turn after it's a loop, so that's a little different. But mm-hmm. um, but then Talon's, um, whatchamacall, or it's a little Helix and Airtime Hill thing. It's Helix actually pulls some like decent Gs through the whole thing. And then the Airtime Hill actually gives you good airtime on an invert, which is just crazy. Yeah. And then where Talon really puts its punch in is you drop off and you do that low to the ground turn into a corkscrew into another low to the ground turn, which is just the I honestly the best finale on any inverted coaster ever. Yeah. Cause I, I just love that like low to the ground and just snap through an inversion and then back low to the ground. Yeah. So. Talon looks awesome. I really want to ride it. You're gonna be. I'm afraid. I'm really afraid. I am gonna overhype that ride. Like I don't we say think that you to each other to. all the time. I don't think you're going to. I, yeah, I've but, always thought that it looks one, like one of the best ones. Yeah, but, I won't uh, say it. Um, color scheme on Patriot though. That might be one of the best ever. It is super pretty. Super pretty coaster. Um, yeah. And the world's a fun place. Didn't arrest us. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yep. Yeah. If you, we, I talked about that last week. Uh, Blake and I walked down and took pictures of Patriot, and the world of fun cop guy came and said hi to us. <laughs> um. Which Blake, by the way, we we hope you get feeling better. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah. Then what's next? Timberwolf. Yep. And I think yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, it doesn't do a ton, but it's smooth, has a couple decent airtime moments, has some decent laterals. The finale was the only part that jackhammered a little bit, 
perfectly fine uh, older wooden coaster. Yeah, I agree with that. It was fun. Nothing like special, like crazy special, but it was fun. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it enough to ride it again. So. Mm-hmm. Um, cosmic coaster. I'll say it's a wacky worm. Yay. If I would have gotten to ride that, I would be at two hundred. But. Well. It's what you get for being so tall. Whatever. <laughs> no, okay, it, next you let's didn't talk about the most average hyper. Yeah. I was disappointed in Mamba. It was... I tried to warn you. You, I mean, but you got... I was just hoping you caught it on a bad day. It, it, it was a monorail, pretty much. The way out was really good. I thought everything up to the mid-course was super good. I thought the drop was decent. I thought the first air time hill was decent. I thought the helix was the best part. It was forceful. And the head chopper was cool. And then you hit the mid-course, and it did absolutely nothing. Like, it was going up and down, but you are staying right in your seat. It was basic. Like, they could have had straight track going on the way back, and I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, those trims fired super hard, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of, like you said, like being on a monorail the whole way back in, nothing really happened. Yeah. Um, from, I was, when we were at uh, World of Fun, James and Blake were telling me that it doesn't normally do that, and it's super weird that it is doing that, so... Well, that's a shame that we went on that one, like, the, the little bit of time when it was doing that. Well, but it kind of gives us an excuse to go back, because I will say this is a park I could see myself going back to. Oh, yeah, and I don't think that they're too far off of finally getting something. No, I think they're going to get something eventually. Yeah, I think them we, and Dorney. We don't, have a, we don't have the boomerang credit, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I guess it's Prowler. Is that the last one? or? Yeah, the best ride in the park. The best one in the park. Um, My favorite new coaster of the year so far. <laughs> oh, no, mine, no, mine's Time Traveler. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, Prowler was super good, though. Uh, it, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. So that was, I won't say it beat my expectations, but it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, it the airtime is just fantastic. Oh yeah, the the airtime was great. The pacing was great. Setting was great. Yeah. Did you feel what I was talking about with that first turn thing? Yeah, I felt definitely towards the end of the day on our rides. At the end of the day, I felt it more. Um, Mm -hmm. But the whole way through was great. Um, I thought the the front seat front spot. Front and back, I could have gone those again. I think I could go back and forth about which one's better, but um, I, I thought front had it a little bit. I, I thought front was good at the beginning of the day, towards the end of the day, I thought back was better. So, I really think it's I think it's a solid coaster no matter where you sit. Um, yeah, but yeah, front was good. I think I love that it had the more twisty elements that because that's always been my biggest complaint with Mystica. Is that there doesn't like twist as much through its layout. This one definitely twisted more, which was nice. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I thought it was really good. I also really liked just like some of the random pops of every time you'd get from what like you didn't expect, which was good. yeah. Millennium um, Flyer is always comfortable. Oh yeah, always comfortable. Random complaint though. Uh, can you please put the name back on the front of the coaster car, please? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I swear it was on there. I think. Yeah. Okay, so one of the trains had it, the other one did it, but the That's train that, what it was. But here's the thing: the train that has it, I'm gonna find a picture for you. Um, the train that has the name on it, the name is in solid black, so you can't read it. Huh. Let's see. The two two things that I want to shout out about Prowler that like, the first one is. The operations, the ops there were fantastic. I thought at Prowler. Oh yeah, and, I I learned that that apparently is the best crew in the entire park, and that the entire crew is made up in, of enthusiasts. Yeah, so. yeah, they were all talking to me that day. Uh, and then the small thing about Prowler is that the merch selection for that ride is fantastic. Also agree with that. They have so many different shirts. <laughs> I. I can't remember. I tried to like not get the same one you got, but then we didn't get the same one. Yeah, that was, I, I was okay. considering the one you got, but I went for a different one. Okay, it's in general. It is so. Oh, hold on. I made it too powerful. Give me a second. Um, I need the small one. Yeah. So this picture I'm putting in general. You can, if you squint and like hold your eyes, you can see that it's in on the front of the train, but it's in black, so you literally can't tell what it says. And that just makes me so like angry because if you go on RCDV and look at the pictures on there, it's in silver. Oh yeah, you're right. You can't really see it. Yeah, as compared to, let's see where is it? I'm going to RCDV now. Yeah, in the, or it's like in the yellow. Oh yeah, it's in yellow. So yeah, please bring that back because, like, that's like a pet peeve. That's that's a photographer pet peeve right there is that it's just how I mean, like we know what coaster it is, but I want it to be on there. So, mm -hmm. but minus that the coaster was fantastic. Oh yeah. It is amazing. Um, and I think that and mystic, they're right next to each other in my rankings. Honestly, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to go ride Mystic and they're going to flip places and then I'll ride Prowler again and they'll flip back because I just think yeah. they're so well matched. No offense to Thunderhead because you love it so much, but Prowler is the only GCI that has even challenged Mystic so far because they are very close in my rankings. Yeah, I love Thunderhead, so Thunderhead is still higher than all of them. Um, <laughs> it's higher than Mystic, Prowler... I think the only GCI that's higher than it is Gold Striker. Okay. Um, but yeah. So that's Worlds of Fun. Overall, great park, great atmosphere. Um, a very, I think a very solid coaster collection. Um, yeah. And now down to, I think, both of our favorite parks. Although I will say this. I went to Dollywood yesterday. As much as I love SDC, there's no place like home. So I'll say that. But excluding Dollywood for me, that is my Silver Dollar City is my favorite park now, I think. 
So what is it? Silver Dollar City, Knotts, Cedar Point? Yeah, Silver Dollar City, Knotts, Cedar Point, Magic Mountain, and then... Hold on. Okay, I need to pull mine up now because I think mine actually has a little bit of a controversial thing in it, and I really want to see it now. It's... I, I have, like, my little sheet of, like, my most recent parks in my ranking for them. And it's uh... hard to remember the exact of what I put when I think over it. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is going to be controversial. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm one, a little scared now. One is Silver Dollar City. Two uh-huh. is Cedar Point. Three is Dollywood. Four. Okay. Four is a controversial one. You ready? Four is King's Dominion. And five is King's Island. That is my top five. Hold on. How do I mute you? Hold on. I, no, you can't. King Serenity is awesome. I love that park. It's got two of my top six coasters. Server settings. Stop. Roll. It's got great atmosphere. <laughs> it's got better atmosphere than KI. Uh, we're going to fight the next time we, we, we get together. On one side of the park. The side where it's all mixed up is weird. But the side with Twisted Timbers is fantastic. Yeah, we're going to fight the next time. I'm being completely genuine. King's Dominion is amazing. We're Yeah, we're fighting. Like, that opinion is you not allowed. You don't want the smoke check. You will not win. What did you just say? I said you don't want the smoke. You want to fight, we can fight. But I'm just saying, King's Dominion, top five park for me. Better than King's Island, better than Carolyn's. Hershey Park's parking lot. This is going down. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fight in the Hershey Park parking lot. Let's do it. And we'll ride Sky Rush. And then we'll ride Sky Rush with bruises. And then we'll get more bruises on And then time. we'll get more bruises, yep. But yes, that... that oh gosh, if the drunk riders listen to this episode, I'm going to get flamed. Oh, they, you know they all listen to it, right? I'm going to get flamed. I'm, Marcus, yeah, I'm, I'm standing by my opinion. I'm ready. Do your worst, gentlemen. Um, I am ready. I think I go Silver Dollar City, not Cedar Point, Magic Mountain. Uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa. Yeah, BGT is my six. It's one of your home parks. You shouldn't rank your home parks. Fine. Well, if it's not that, then it's Williamsburg. Oh, fine. That works. We're still fighting about this later. That's fine. Anyway, um, where were we? We were at Silver Dollar City, right? Yes. Look at us. Look at us. The drunk riders are rubbing off on us. We're tangenting <laughs> now. <laughs> um, well, let's start with Wildfire and work our way around the park that way. Okay. Uh, most picturesque coaster ever i said it as far um, as location yes uh oh oh no oh no first of all <laughs> first of all oh no oh no first of all <laughs> jack did you message him 
No. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> this is about my thing, but we're going to get to your thing, Chris. Uh, first of all, <laughs> you don't like pasta? <laughs> I am a very picky eater. Listen, I'm picky. I still enjoy pasta. You are a depraved child, <laughs> sir. Would it make you feel better if I told you I've never tried it? No, that's worse. What? Listen, that's, I'm not like a huge pasta guy either, but how are you oh going to say you don't like something when you haven't even tried it? That's, We're not having this debate. That's that's worse. I, okay, I will say this. I have tried it like once when I was like 10, and I never again. So you were 10. So that yeah. was like, so like three weeks ago. <laughs> and well, let's put it this way: your daughter was about to be born. Yes, that long ago. <laughs> born. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that no. I'm gonna have to listen. I got a sauce. I got some noodles. I'm gonna make you happy, boy. I'll, I'll make you a deal. You bring it. Keys to the kingdom, and I will try it. That's a whole lot of effort right there. I know. Because you've got a beer pong match to prepare for. I do. I've been, listen, I've been working out. In the best possible way. Of course. While (laughs) while we have you here, since we're in the middle of recording. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, So Chris just informed me that he thinks King's Dominion is a top five park. I mean, it's okay to be wrong, Chris. Okay. It's got two of my top six coasters. I mean, it's still okay to be wrong, Chris. (laughs) What's wrong about that? It's so good. Because, well, first of all, Dominator is mid-tier. Yeah. 305 is... Fantastic. Mid-tier. Mid-tier. Thank you. Huh? I didn't think there was somebody who shared this opinion, Jack. There are a lot of people that share that opinion. (laughs) 305 suffers from trims. And the the fact that it gave me such a massive headache that I wanted to, like, go jump in a pool. Even with the trims, it's just fantastic. uh, See, I've (laughs) ridden it. Transitions, intensity, all that. I've ridden it with the trims on the first drop and on that hill below the drop. Either way... Yeah, yeah. It's it's not up a par with the big boys. Let's just say that. Okay, and, I can understand the opinion, but still, you've got to understand mine. Like the the one thing I haven't been on is um, the RMC in the back. And Twisted Timbers is in my top five. It is fantastic. So that's the one thing I will say. But the park is still hot garbage. <laughs> nah, no, no. The no, park no. itself. So you're talking three hundred five, which. I could, okay, 50-50. Let's say it's good, say it's best. Let's say it's middle of the pack. Okay. Just remain even on that. RMC, really, it's going to be a good ride. Whether it be a great ride or a good ride can be debated. It's going to be at least a good ride. And then you got Dami, which it's a good ride. There's no great, great rides. There's no standout, like, this is my number one stunner. And then um, flat rides are mad best. And then it's got a collection of just horrific horribleness across the board. It is okay. it is it's Canada's Wonderland in Virginia. <laughs> oh, no, 
It is not that bad. Rebel yeah. Yell is good. Flight I of Fury is good. Fl- First of all, no. <laughs> no. Just, just hot no. Flight of Fear is not good by any stretch. Flight of Fear is fine. It is garbage. <laughs> Which one would you take? Flight of Fear, King's Dominion, or King's Island? Both of them I'd rather burn in the ground. Well, but know. if you had to pick one. I'd rather not ride a coaster. That's okay. <laughs> the only coaster that park that I like really despised was Grizzly. Anaconda wasn't very good, Grizzly but like, I didn't like... really despise it. Grizzly's good. I don't care what you say. Grizzly's it exists. I uh, uh, I hated most of the park, to be honest with you. <laughs> the, the area I, I have... with the Backlot Sunk Coaster and vo- where Volcano was and I-35 and Flight of Fear, that area is just the weird and a mess. But the rest of the park, I thought, was really nice. I thought the area near Twisted Timbers was great. Eiffel Tower, you know, it's fine. I thought their international shoe was better than King's Islands. I think all of the I mean... international streets are better than King's Islands. I mean, I'm a I'm a coaster enthusiast, yeah, not so, a, not an international street enthusiast. Hey, I'm just saying, atmosphere so, adds a lot to a park. When we're, we're we can judge coasters in a different way, but when we're judging parks, it's not just coasters. Even then, Kings Island or Kings Dominion? Kings Dominion. The, I mean, both garbage. Can I? Can that be? Yes, my, my yes. Final? But if you have to, <laughs> but if I made you pick one. I mean, with the addition of Orion, it's King's Island. <laughs> Just minus it's Orion, party. My, well, minus Orion, it's it's King's Dominion. Thank you, but, but Orion but, exists. So, but but you're looking at King's Island though, who's only really got Orion, which Orion, I still don't know. Mystic, Man. Mystic is Mystic, Mystic may be better than both any ride at both parks, but again, I, I haven't agree. been on. I haven't been on the RMC yet, so we'll see. Banshee is subpar. Banshee so, is getting Dominator, Dominator wins. What's that? Banshee is getting awful. It, it it was awful the second half of its first year. For and how you I, all have been talking about it, I need to go back, but right now it's my favorite invert. <laughs> I mean, have you been really to like Carowinds it. or Dorney or oh, yeah, any other parts? Like, eh. Afterburn is worse than all of the inverts I've written, except for the Why Dorn Dragons did when you they were going. Oh, no. And the first Batman. Of all, oh, for, no. First of all, there we of go. All, first of all, I know I this is coming. I listened to the episode that Jack was on. I know Dueling Dragons may be the worst two inverts I've ever been on in my life. Yeah, no, those are the only two under it. And the Batman. May, okay, okay, good. Well, Batman clones, very clone to clone. I've been on, I think, six of them. And there's some that are just rattly and not great. And then there's the mm-hmm. one at St. Louis, which is really good. Uh, the one at um, which was actually San Antonio's my, is very good. I haven't been on Great White. I, I missed that one, unfortunately. I would have been on it this year had flights not got canceled. But um, and then uh, my 200th roller coaster, actually, um, Batman at uh, Great America, is uh, the original. Good. The first yeah. one. That, that's the reason I did it. Was the first over one. Georgia's and over Texas's weren't good. The other ones were good. Over George's was okay. I I wrote it right after that whole you know decapitation thing. Oh, uh, that's fun. So yeah, I wrote it in 07. So oh <laughs> six. Um, I think. I think my favorite Batman is St. Louis is closely followed by Magic Mountains, but they're all Batman clones. So Great White, St. Louis, and Goliath are all good. So 
but back to Afterburn. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to go through Afterburn. That's just a fact right there. I'm just throwing that out. I mean, yeah, it's intense, but it's shorter. Shorter I'm than Montu. So, shorter. I don't think it's that intense. So, so, so what is shorter? Hey, you know what? You know what's shorter you than another one? Longer. You know what's shorter than another one? You know what? Top Thor Drax is shorter than King of Ka, but King of Ka is still much, much crappier. That's also true. I mean, yeah, but we're talking about like you're going to get a very similar experience. You're going to get pretty much the same amount of intensity. Just I mean, you could say that about all inverts, though. They I mean, are really almost all the same. Open guys is maybe That's one of the longest. Well, you could say the same thing about RMCs, but BNM inverts. Alpengeist is one of the longest, and it's probably mid-tier at best compared to the rest. Alpengeist is my third favorite right now. And Montu is definitely up there. Have you been on Montu? Yeah. Okay. He lives Ma 30 minutes from Montu. Oh, well, f I don't fucking remember. Shut up. Uh, uh, so uh, <laughs> This is the PG-13 episode. You're good. We get last one swear. Last week was the R episode. That was the R. The PG thirteen. You get one. You get one <laughs> F in there. So you're welcome. Yeah. I like to, I like to meet my quota. I don't was even it? know what my inverts. I know talent is my favorite. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You laugh all you want. Um. Let's. Oh, where, where is the next one? Um. Talon's good, I will say that. I was just Why kidding. the heck do I have... No, that is so wrong. Why is Banshee ranked so high? Let's just drop this down to the low 4,000. Um, that's not 4, right. That's so wrong. Yeah, because it's that low. Um, where was... There's Talon. It's Raptor. Raptor's good. Yeah. Great Bears. I just wrote it. It's, that's okay. Oh, hell, that's yeah, well... Since we have you, how's Candemonium? <laughs> yeah. It's a B&M hyper. That's, that That's right. all you had to say. He doesn't yeah. care for Mako that much. What? Ma Mako's hot garbage. Oh my gosh. Remember, remember the drunk widers, right? Widers? With a W. The drunk widers. The drunk widers. Listen, I have three kids. I, I, they bleed into <laughs> my talk. Uh, the the uh, uh, Mako didn't have sustained airtime. It just was meh. The Candemonium is better than Mako. I'll say that. It actually made me one of my favorite B&M hypers. I'm just which lost and confused. Still doesn't say much because that may be like 35 for me. Maybe. Yeah. It's pretty I, garbage. How, how can you say <laughs> Mako doesn't have some sustained airtime? That first hill is like five straight seconds. Of not sustained airtime. You're right. I'm so lost. How, <laughs> did you ride a completely different ride? Like I've ridden it over a hundred times now, and I've never had a ride where I didn't get airtime. Wait, what was that? I think. Wait, wait. Your fanboy is, is showing. I can smell it from here. <laughs> I, I haven't ranked lower than Jack. <laughs> hey, he's I do have it ranked pretty high, but I also am the king of hotification, so there's my excuse. I, I so. think that Mako is leagues above all the other hypers I've ridden, unless you're counting Fury. Um. Oh no, I'd 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 restrict that to uh, this B and M's. 
What is my highest B&M? In- Behemoth is 26 for me. That's my highest right now. Behemoth is good. It's been so long since I've ridden it that I don't, I've let it like fall off my rankings, but it's yeah. good. If you don't count Fury, which is number eight for me, then yeah. It is not up there. Let's just say that. The airtime just isn't there, man. I'm an ejector guy. Candemonium had sustained from the bottom of the drop over the hill all the way to the – or the, the beginning of the hill all the way to the other side of the hill for each one. The, I would say the first ride I rode on it, I didn't get that airtime. And I was in the back, so I was like, okay, well, this is hot garbage. And then rode it again later. I was like, okay, sustained airtime. I like it. Sexy. Delicious. Now, it, it also probably it. doesn't help that uh, the insanity creation is sitting right next to it. That is Sky Rush. What, the garbage that is Sky Rush? Huh? What? That's, that's garbage, man. It's the restraints, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I didn't like from it before. And that's it's only continued. When I first wrote it, we wrote it uh, 14 times. We had ERT in 2012, the year it opened. And um, at night, too. So not like it wasn't warmed up. Puppy was going just fine. And I my I felt like my quad muscles were literally splitting apart. They hurt. There's so no bad. denying that your leg muscles are going to get a workout riding that coaster. So so if I'm not comfortable riding the way it's intended, that's a that's a penalty for me. One. But I will say on the other side, it did ride great until yesterday, where it only has apparently two moments of ejector airtime, and then the rest of the ride is turning, which. Uh-huh. I know. I thought the exact same thing. Like, wait a minute. I remember this being like a top tenner minus the pain. Nope. It dropped significantly from, well, it wasn't even in my top 30 anyway, but uh, <laughs> because of the pain. It's but, one of the few coasters that's like been a staple of my top 10 for a long time. So, yeah. I, uh, I, if you wrote it again, I don't know if it would stick. Well, you say a lot of bad things, so I don't know what you would say. Well, but, we're supposedly. <laughs> Apparently, Chris and I are going in October. Hopefully. We're working so, on it. Yeah, we're working on that. So you got, you got time. the The line was short. So if you're gonna, if you uh, happen to yeah. go, on Sunday, yeah, it was walk off for me. Both both times we got on it, I was with my wife, so we didn't ride it that many times. But but still, it was okay. And Sky Rush was meh. Wait, so what is your favorite coaster there? There, yeah. Oh, can I just not take one? <laughs> Skyrush is probably my favorite. No, you know what? I'd take Candemonium now after riding Skyrush again. Huh. Yeah, it's a Candemonium. Lightning Racer's pretty good. It's, it does the racing yeah. well. Yeah, Wildcat was a lot better than I remember it being. It I need to ride Great oh. Bear again because it's been so, like, I rode it once and I was like, that was okay. And that was then. I went to get the rest of the credits because I needed them. Great Bear is so great until the end where it just meanders. It, it has Raptor Syndrome. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Meanders at the end. So. Just, oh, we need to get back towards the station. Let's just put this giant straight turn into a corkscrew. You just said the most contradictory statement. I know. Straight turn, flat turn, I think was what you were looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> what is straight that turn. Great turn, folks. Go figure that one out. I will say, I will say, laugh track is a great ride. I didn't expect that to be fun. That's actually fun. That's actually my wife's favorite ride at the park. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was better than Candemonium. So is Fahrenheit still hot trash? No, smooth. Serious? 
Yeah, I, I was expecting the hot trash. You could feel a little bit of intamin rattle. They actually loaded the whole train too, which was really weird because <laughs> you're farther okay. away on like other like yeah, it was weird. Other trains that give you like a line off, they didn't they weren't consistent throughout the entire park, which is really hmm. weird. But uh um no, it was I, I expect because last time I wrote it, I definitely got a significant rattle on it. The last time I wrote it, I also had ERT on it, so <laughs> I may have been another thing I noticed. But yeah, we wrote it. Uh, we wrote it a few times, and it was, uh, you know, we just uh, I didn't I didn't have any problems with it. I enjoyed it. So, I, I honestly, I think Storm Runner, had it been open, would still be one of my favorites there. Oh, it, I'm so sad it's going to be closed. If we go, I really want to ride it. Yeah, it's a great ride. I've always loved Storm Runner. Hell, my um, uh, signature on Coaster Force for years was Storm Runner. I did a custom um the logo i did like custom photoshop of just the head with the smoke oh, that's the, awesome. with, with like a storm runner do, in the middle of the barrel roll a great picture that i found somewhere this is like 07 so it was a hot minute ago but this was, was when awesome. internet forums were the thing <laughs> yes back when you guys were like you know still being born <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were young let's put it that way yes, yes. I, I grew up in the good old days although i just I just joined Ace for the first time, so... Ah, welcome to the club. No, don't worry, it'll you, lapse in a year and I won't pay for it again. I was going to say, <laughs> you might regret it. I don't regret joining Ace because I've met some good people through it, but... See, I already know I all the people I need to go. Yeah, that's the, the thing. You already have connections, so you don't really need it to make connections. I plan on joining it for the first time next year so I can get into Colmarden free. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that's a little... Thing most people don't know is if you show your ace badge, they'll let you in the call Martin for free. Oh, that's the plan. I wasn't a member of ace when I went. <laughs> By the way, you could take a train and a bus from Stockholm Central Station, nice and cheap, straight to call Martin. Yep, okay, thank you for the tip. Bus dropped Skip us off right out front, and then I mean, that saves your legs because you got to hike back to the coaster. Yes, that was also there is a there is an escalator. Uh, in front of about 300 steps that we didn't see until on the way out of the park. And we were pretty pissed. So just FYI, there's an escalator to take you up some steps. Sounds like uh, the Universal Hollywood experience. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't see it. I didn't say it. Comart is a fun little place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a 30-minute train ride and like a 20-minute bus ride. But you don't have to worry about um, driving or anything like that. You, you could probably make it there in like 35 minutes by car, but... Uh, yeah, the train and bus are nice and easy. Yeah, I clearly haven't seen the way I drive. I mean, you're 17, so I don't trust anything a 17-year-old says about driving. So, <laughs> Chris has been in the car with me driving. I mean... He's alive-ish. <laughs> I mean, I remember being 17 and driving. I mean, I got my first seven for my speeding ticket when I was 17, so... I haven't gotten one of those yet, but I also pay attention to the roads. So. Yeah, yeah. I was my mine was ninety two and a sixty five. Oh, nice! Oh, nice. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I was, I was driving back from Pennsylvania. It was fine. Although I will say, I, I topped out on our drive back yesterday at uh, ninety nine. So I was right there. <laughs> what were you trying to do? Go back to the future? Well, there's some hills. We were going down a hill. This one dude was like, you know, when you when you got cruise control set and you're just kind of cruising. This guy had he was he was going fast, slow, fast because he didn't know what a, apparently what cruise control is, or his car didn't have it. Either oh, way, man. he when I when I would go to pass him downhill, he would just floor it because you know paying attention is a thing. 
So mm-hmm. then into the next hill, he would go slow again, so, and then I'd try to go past him. But he's going only like three mile an hour faster than me, or slower than me, so I can't really get a good thing. And then the next hill comes. I was so tired of it. I was just like, you know what, screw it. I'm flooring it. Got out the 99. <laughs> In my wife's car, too, with my car. Did you get ejector <laughs> on the hills? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I wish we would have. That would have been great. <laughs> I can just see this now. I, I, I have mean, this image of this happening in my head. I mean, I have jumped, literally jumped my car before when I was your age, actually. There was a hill by my house that you definitely got airtime on going relatively slow. And I got up to about 65 and uh, I bottomed out my car. My friends saw sparks and, they, <laughs> and the ones that were in the car hit their heads on the ceiling. <laughs> but it was some of the best airtime ever. So, you know. Oh, there's, I will say that, like, when you get airtime in the car going fast, that's some of the best airtime you'll ever get. Oh, yeah, no, my kids love it. That's great. It's almost like demon drop level airtime. Yeah, my kids put their hands up. Um, also, by the way, Hidden Gem, if you guys haven't been on it, the um, the um, uh, log flume right next to Great Bear, I got no, some airtime on that puppy. Me and the wife wrote it twice in a row. It's going to be October, because, and it'll probably be a little cool, but we might have to do that anyway. If, if it's right, open, it, you didn't get, I didn't get wet at all. We, we are going to take over a couple of rafts on, uh, is it Wildebeest that has airtime, or is Behemoth that has airtime at Holiday World? I'm a, I'm a whole lot of just going to ride Voyage, FYI. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, yeah, we're going to ride Voyage. we got to get Blake back into coaster riding shape. Yeah, I've got to die on us. we got a marathon as appendix just to see how good it goes. Oh, his non-appendix. Yeah. You thought you got out of riding the voyage with us? No. I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I just actually ran at my house like literally right before I got on to bother you guys. I saw you guys online. I was like, oh, and you did invite me. I mean, I'm all about not sharing my house with a you know 17 year old, but that's true. <laughs> well, if you need uh, Dad and I, and I think James and Blake as well, we'll be at like some like Motel Six in Dale, Indiana. Oh, <laughs> oh. I mean, we just we just got a, a house to ourselves in Louisville for oh, uh, that sounds nice. Yeah, seventy five bucks a night. It is literally what is it? If we wanted to walk to the um, park, we could, but it's not. Um, it's a little bit far, definitely drive, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's close enough that you could probably walk if you really wanted a long walk in the morning. Uh, I'm ready for keys to the kingdom. That's Vince going to be. Mm-hmm. See you there, Chris. Oh, whatever. <laughs> is it, is it I tried. True? I have a question. Is it true that you have seen the schedule? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Is Jefferson going to be happy with the ERT? Oh, yes. Oh yes! Oh yes! It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time. I am so ready. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. There's a lot going on. I'd say the uh, the the one thing I can divulge, I think. Well, they're not supposed to, but hey, they don't. I will cut it out if you want me to. No, you're fine. Uh, is the the panel's gonna be fun? It's gonna be at the Aqua Theater. Okay. Yeah, that theater is pretty big. So. And apparently. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, there's apparently going to be hecklers of fans of the Drunk Riders, so I'm excited. <laughs> oh, wait, who who told you that? Because we were, I thought we were keeping that a secret. <laughs> oh, damn, listen, that could never be kept a secret. I knew yeah. that would happen anyway. Oh, That's I what... mean, you you know Sarah's going to be back there with a giant sign. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's I, other I, people. I have a feeling I know what that sign is going to be in the shape of, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's probably going to leave a note on my door as she drives by. <laughs> Make sure you tag her in this episode. I love how oh, I, I will. completely hijacked your entire show. <laughs> You're... I didn't have an episode title, but I think it might just we be We were doing hijacked. so good. We were on track, and then <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> and then you I hear, done. You are welcome. Um, what time does it end? That's another, That's the other question I need to Like 10? Yeah, 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. What time does that put me back in Knoxville? Like 3 in the morning? Yeah, I'll be fine for school the next day. Good. Yeah, I took Monday off. <laughs> no way. I'll be drinking late. Nope. I think I'm probably going to end up leaving school early on Friday afternoon so I can get to Holiday World for ERT. And it's either uh, take Friday afternoon off for ERT or be or take Monday off and not get ERT. So, yeah, we um, we um, um, we'll be down there at like 630. On Friday night. So we're. Yeah, I get my uh, school schedule Wednesday, and that determines what time I can leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got so, um, what is it? The uh, <laughs> I love how you're posting on Twitter as we're here. Nice. Um, <laughs> no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, <laughs> That's how he stays. <laughs> yep. Um, no, I um. um um, yeah, I'm gonna be saying they're late. I'll probably be drunk. I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I got a little bit called the Drunk Riders Podcast. That is true. It, we also have to figure out when we're gonna record like a flash podcast just to throw on everyone. So I, I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna Twitch stream from Ooh. my phone during the panel, and then maybe later as I'm beating coasters and brews at beer pong. Oh yes. Or a drinking contest. I don't care if I just I might just play some it at once and just go crazy. This could be nuts. This is gonna be great. Yes, I am super excited for that. It's gonna be a good time. I already know it. I already know it's gonna be. A good oh, time. it's gonna. I think there's not gonna be a ton of riding at these events. I think it's gonna be a ton of us socializing. Oh yeah, that's oh that's what these events are for. And of course, the one and only Big Kahuna. I'm thinking I may bring some merch and just hand it out. Oh, I don't. What are you doing? How much? I, well, how much are the shirts again? You are killing me. I'm, I'm going to do I'm it. Gonna, I'm not even going to link you. I'm going to make you search our feed and find it. Oh, that's messed up. That's messed up. <laughs> I it, will it do depends, it. Depends which one you want. They're all, I think, like twenty, no, fifteen bucks, something like that. I want I want I want a, pretty much all of them. I want a Fury <laughs> one. I want a Big Kahuna one, and I want a, a Orion. Uh, sorry, Onion one. Yeah, the Onion one. That's our bestseller. No, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, clearly that one's got uh, that one. I th- they're all fifteen, I think. I've got each shirt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have to wear a Coaster Force thing there. Um, just for the panel, right? Pro- possibly, maybe for longer. Um, but. Because we're all going to be making fun of you all day if you have to wear a coaster for a show. Oh, well, maybe. Well, I'm, I might get a drunk riders thing printed up. Who knows? <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh, no, I already talking. have shirt. I wore my onion shirt, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, you know they would let you do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got, so 
I think I'm gonna have a coaster force polo. I think I might take it off like middle of it. Like yeah, drill race and go crazy. I think what you need to yeah, you, know, you have to make it very obvious. Or one of us need you just need to like set one of us up with a question about like onion and then you just take the shirt off and be like, you I'm mean, glad you asked. You mean this onion and like stroke my chest all awkwardly in front of a bunch of randos that I don't know? Um, we, we that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I vote, I vote Tom. Ask. Oh wait, he's probably not going to be. There. Yeah, Tom, no, nope. it'll just be, it'll just be me, man. I'm the only representative of the show. Wait, so does that mean the intern gets to like officially be like a part of this? I, f- I mean, you'll be interning. Hey, man. I will be interning. There you go. Oh man, you guys are cute. All right, uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you guys finish your show. <laughs> well, thank you. Guys for that was fun. Every time I can help, doing your terrible, terrible takes, both of you. Good job. <laughs> It's the least we can do. Marcus, we'll, we'll continue having our fight about uh, pasta sauce and pasta later. Oh, God. I don't like you. All right. I'll see you guys then. <laughs> Bye. Well. All right. Silver Dollar City. So, <laughs> wildfire. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about wildfire. Oh, yeah. No, wildfire is a great setting. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of short. So, it's not as good as Kumba or Incredible Hulk. But uh, it's intense. It's fine. You know, it's got good theming in the queue. It's got good airtime on the drop in the back. Okay, I'm done laughing now. Uh, yeah, Wildfire is great. Setting is great. Uh, just super fun. Whole way through, it was great. Uh, well, let's see. What was next? Powder Keg. Powder Keg. Uh, Lodge is fantastic. I have uh-huh. got to get on Max Force now. Yep. <laughs> um, the rest I'm of the coaster was great, too. Oh, and Dota Dumpa. Uh, when we graduate, Dota Dumpa? Yes, when we graduate college, that's going to be the gift to ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we have the money. We could be broke college students. Who knows? If we have to end up sleeping, like, in, like, a one-room, like, one-bed hotel room, we will do it. <laughs> I'll sleep on the floor. I don't care. I want to ride flying dinosaurs. on top of one another. <laughs> like, just get in the bed, get, and, like, I just want, get sleep. I want flying dino. I want Hakuge. And I yeah, want... But- T Express. Oh yeah, I forgot we're going to South Korea too. That's right. Yeah, uh, whatever <laughs> it takes. Just as long as we get sleep and get food, we're making like. I don't care if we have to like backpack through the country with like peanut butter crackers to save money. Yeah. Oh, and we're we good. need uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. And oh yeah, that's where we're gonna splurge. Uh huh. And Thunder and, Dolphin. And Thunder Dolphin. Sorry, David. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, powder keg is great. Uh, I thought the rest of the layout was good too. Um, but the launch in that first airtime hill, oh, front row airtime everywhere on that ride. I got two front row rides in on it, and it was so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, great. That was great. I really that one really surprised me. Next up, fire in the hole. Uh, I was disappointed. Very disappointed. It's just a tiny indoor coaster. Yeah, but everyone said it was so much better than Dollywoods, and I was just... There's not really much of a difference. The Splashdown doesn't even make much of a difference because it's in the dark. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I couldn't even see the water, which was like, oh, well. I think the reason I like Dollywoods better is because that was my big thing. It was like, there was so much water on Silver Dollar Studios. It's like, for a ride that seemed about fire, there was a ton of water. Yeah. Um... 
So I don't, they're still they're pretty equal, but I think I like Dollywood's better a little more. Yes, yeah, good. I can understand. Um, Outlaw Run, Outlaw Run, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, this coaster was crazy good. Uh, the drop was fantastic. That first stall turn thingy, great. The airtime, fantastic. The wave turn, I would like. I could ride that thing over and over the wave turn was great double barrel roll was awesome i mean the whole thing was great and then mm-hmm. a night ride on that i think i think i said it last week that might be one of the best night rides in the world yeah the the only two things i uh dislike about outlaw run or are uh it has gotten rough in the back it's like straight up rough in my opinion and uh it feels like the restraints are heavier on that ride like you get stapled easier did you think that Not really, but I also have lightning rod at my home park, so I'm used to it. Well, lightning rod at least has little handles to hold on to, so you can hold it up. Oh, yeah, the um, I can't say what we actually – they actually have a name, and it is actually inappropriate, so. Oh, okay. Well, they, yeah, they, they have those. Outlaw Run doesn't, so Outlaw Run, it just falls easily on you, I found. But still, fantastic coaster. Airtime everywhere, and the finale is – the finale is uh, – tremendous as well like you get legit hang time to the double barrel rolls yeah it was um i thought it was great um easily second best at the park um what's next grand exposition i guess do we even well no mystic river oh yeah we can talk about mystic you mean shark river yeah shark river expeditions now i gotta give props to uh uh, the PR guy at Silver Dollar City, or their social media manager, his name is Joey. Uh, he and I have messaged back and forth a few times, and he is you, Joey. If you're listening to this, you have done a fantastic job with that, like phenomenal. I like, I applaud it. The shark great. thing is hilarious, and they posted yeah. your pictures, so yes, and you posted my pictures, so I love you even more. We'll talk about those pictures in a minute too, because I got to talk about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mr. Grover Falls, it was great. Um, I thought it was a ton of fun. I really want Dollywood to get one now. I like want River Rampage to get redone. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Then mm-hmm. Grand Exposition, Indie Coaster. I think we just move on with that. Um, Let's do Thunderation before we do the big one. Thunderation. Uh, this is the best mine train. Oh, yeah. Terrain interaction. It's got bigger drops and everything. It's a little shaky, but, like, it's still really fun. Oh, and a night ride on it? Oh, yes. So good. All of these, the coasters at this park just got so much better at night. Yeah, because they've all got, like, such beautiful surroundings. Oh, yeah, of course. And then we will talk about the best ride in the United States. Best ride at the park. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, in my opinion. I got flame for that last week. But yeah, Time Traveler. Uh, this is so good. It's so unique. I just can't get over that. Um, like just how crazy like the whole thing was. Second you roll out of the station, going down that drop backways, backwards, sideways, just yanked through it. That was so good. I mean, yeah. the whole thing is just so weird. I know it's so funky, but it's like in such a good way. Yeah. There's nothing like it, and it's amazing. 
and the use of the terrain and the, tr- I mean, the whole thing, it's got the complete package. I mean, everything yeah. is good. Yeah. If they could somehow build a ride that's like a combination of Time Traveler and Helix with the spinning trains, like it's got Helix's length with Time Travelers drop out of the station and trains, I think that would be the perfect coaster. If Helix yeah, already wasn't based on, like on paper, Helix looks like it to me. But I, I agree. I think that the, it's a, it amazes me that another park just hasn't built one of these yet. I well, guess they really Belgium. Yeah, well, they're the first, but I mean, I thought after the success Time Travelers had, especially the reception it's received from like the coaster community as well as um, just the public, yeah. I almost expected to see one of these pop up this year for 2020. But I would not be surprised if we saw a Blue Fire clone with uh, Extreme Spinner trains eventually. That definitely wouldn't surprise me. Um, that probably would be like a good off-the-shelf model they could sell because Blue Fire has become an off-the-shelf model. Yeah. Also, be I'd also be curious to see if they could go retrofit the Blue Fire models they have now to include spinning trains, since they've pr- they did that with Blue Fire when they were testing the train. Oh well, yeah. Since I'm sure they can if they did that with Blue Fire. You know, the Blue Fire clone that's coming to Australia that has the swing launch. I think that would be really cool with the spinning trains. A swing launch with spinning trains. Cool. Just imagine DC Rivals with spinning trains for a second. Let's just fantasize. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Chill. It's already got the backward seat. They don't have to add on a spinning tra- train now. Oh, but imagine if it had a spinning train. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yes, it would. Okay. Well, Time Traveler is amazing. It's. Yeah. I did not overhype it. No, you did not. Cheesiest thing about it, though, is the uh, Papa, we did it. Yeah, it, it says that on the back of my shirt and on the back of yours, I think. The dream big do good thing. Oh, it better not. I'm know. almost sure it does. Not not the whole thing, it. but just the dream big do good part. That No, that part's fine. It's just the, the Papa, we did it. Yeah. Other than that, the ride is perfect. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that's just cheesy. <laughs> The theming is really good, too, and the trains look amazing. The station is so cool. I, I want to see them use the unload station. Yeah, they should do that. How many trains were they on? One. Yeah, same for me. Last summer when I went and it was on two, I just walked on all day, and it was amazing. When we talked, we were talking to one of the ride ops, and we asked, and she said, we should be running two, but we don't have the staff to be doing it right now. Okay. They said the line is long enough. We should be on two, but we don't have enough people to run two trains. Well, that makes sense. But yeah, time traveler, amazing. Yep, the, that was great. That was again a night ride. You, I know you still haven't ridden it at night. You haven't ridden any of those coasters at night, and you've got to because probably... I haven't ridden a lot of coasters at night that I need to. Yeah, well, I will say this, because I've definitely gotten to ride a ton of coasters at night, and I would say if we were ranking a park based off, like, night rides at the park overall, that one comes in, I think, right up there with King's Island and Holiday World, which is where you will hear most people say have the best night rides in the world. Yeah. And I will say, I will, I'll also say this, I think... Their, all their coasters give amazing night rides, where some of those other parks, like King's Island, Beast, Orion, Mystic, Diamondback, great night rides. The rest of the park, eh. Although, 
this is a this is a true fighting point. I think one of the best night rides at Kings Island, it's Venture Express. That's I could kind of see it. It's so much fun at night because you have no clue where you're going. Yeah, I could see that. Definitely. But yeah, it was great. Silver Dollar City is great. I love that park. Um, when we, I was visiting a college last week, and of course, being the coaster enthusiast, as I'm standing in the middle of the campus, I'm just Google mapping it to like all the theme parks that I'd want to visit, like how far of a drive. It was only mm-hmm. eight hours to Silver Dollar City. I was like, hmm, that's doable on the weekend. Yeah. I don't think it's possible to have a bad day at that park. It's just so complete and perfect, in my opinion. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, it's great. But then, so, oh, let's talk about the one other cool thing I got to do. Oh, yeah. Again, going back to people we've had on the show, uh, back towards the beginning, we had my friend David on. David has been a he's been a coaster enthusiast for a long time. He's also been an aviation enthusiast for a long time, and he is actually a pilot. And so, when we were out there, we were all staying together, and he actually took my me up, and then my dad went up as well. He did, I don't think he took many pictures, but um, he took me up and. Uh, flew me around Silver Dollar City in his plane so I could get aerial pictures of the park, which have quickly become some of the um, like most popular images I have ever posted and shown to people. Oh, um, well, yeah, that makes sense. Well, so, of course, Silver Dollar City has picked up um, one of them and used it for all of their National Roller Coaster Day um, posts. Um, and let's just go take a look. Uh, it's up to 2,027 likes on Instagram. You must have gained a bunch of followers from that. I have jumped up about 30 or 40 over the last yeah. day, I think. Um, and then let me look at Twitter. Uh, Twitter is up, 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 it's at 89, which is pretty good for Twitter. <laughs> Um, and then I don't do Facebook, but it's also on Facebook too. Um, yeah, when I saw that, cause so we were driving up to Dollywood and my dad, was, I was driving, my dad was, uh, just scrolling through social media and like silver dollar city posted your picture. And it was about the same time I felt my phone start buzzing and it was you texting me saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, huh. And so, yeah, like. All uh, yesterday, I've, I posted it on my personal Twitter. I was like, I feel like a proud parent having my picture be used by a park. Um, but yeah, that's been popular. But then the couple I've posted, I posted one of Wildfire on my um, on my page, and it's up to eighteen thousand impressions, which means roughly it's been viewed at least about eighteen thousand times. Oh, man. Yeah. And I can tell you, actually, that's, like, not unique views. Unique views it has, it's to about 15,000 unique people seeing it. Huh. So, to put it in perspective, the second closest picture, also of Wildfire, also an aerial, is at 8,000. So. Hmm. Yeah, I've been happy. Uh, so, David, thank you for doing that. I know I've told you off air, but thank you so much. Uh, it was awesome. We're going to do it again soon. 
I haven't. I, I think it's going to be Dollywood's the next park we're going to do aerial pictures of. Um, and then we have a couple other ones we want to do as well. But I think I'm going to keep those a secret for now. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, that was your Midwest trip. And I think that that's my it. Midwest trip. And that was almost like both of our Midwest trips because we kind of finally got to do a full run through of everything. Yeah. Um, that was that supposed was to be shorter, but yes, that was definitely Marcus. supposed to be shorter. I love how we're just talking about how he's gonna let into you, and then he joins. Yeah, it was like perfect timing. I I thought you messaged him about it. No, I was I I had thought about it because I saw it was online, but I was like, no, we're trying to make this a short episode. And then I hear da da. I'm like, yeah, who joined? First of all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, well, thank you uh, all for listening. Um, if you have anything you want to add, Chris, uh, follow on Instagram and Twitter. We already plugged yep. them, but yeah, follow. Yes, please. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Let us know if there's something you want us to talk about because we're running out of ideas. Um, but yeah, I think we'll leave it at that. So we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.